So let's have uh, the principles of Berkus Mizraelis. First, I will see some applications how the halacha applies. Okay, so as we've spoken about previously, there's two different, so to speak, sections in Hilchus Mizraelis. There's one in the Mizraelis of those things which are of the bread family. Which means that there could technically be a if it had in the right circumstances or had enough of them. And there are those things which are Mazonis, which are not connected to bread. They made out of flour and water. So they have the dinner of Mazonis, but Lemais said you'd never have enough of them to be high to make a hamoitzi. They are considered bread type Mazonis. So let's talk about that category first, the non-bread type presents. It's a more simple category to deal with. And there are three reasons why someone, someone, someone would be mezainous and would never be in the family of someone which would be a bread type mezainous. So number one is it's a mezainous which was never baked. In order to be a bread style mezainous, it has to be baked. Mashiach, if it's been boiled or deep fried or steamed or anything else, that's not called something which is limited to bread. And therefore, you'll always have kuzainus, regardless of how much one has. And therefore, things like knedlach, even though it's made with the same flour, maximum flour as some of the hamoiti, or something like pasta of any variety, are never going to be hamoiti or donuts. You know, it's exactly the same dough as you use in color with, because they're, not, they're never been baked. That's, so that's always kuzainus, or personally, when kuzainus will make anamisha, it's a the easy category of Mazenis. The second a category or example of someone which is Mazenis, which, like we said, is not uh, part of the family of bread. This is a little more complicated one. But the Gemara calls Teresa. Teresa is something which is, when you make a dough, it doesn't become a thick dough like a bread dough. It becomes like water. It's like a batter more than a dough. It's like a pancake mix. And therefore, even if a person would put a pancake in the oven and bake it, it's not going to be hamoitzi. Ever. You have a hundred pancakes. Uh, the pashtas is because it's something which is doesn't have a consistency of bread. It's called, called teresa, and something which is that, so to speak, liquidy, it also isn't called bread. Now, the examples of this, what about wraps, things like that, will fall into the same category. A wrap doesn't look that different from a pita, and a white, it's made from a different kind of a dough, and therefore, if it's considered a liquid enough mixture, that it doesn't have a tsura of the bread dough, so then it's also not going to be ever a moist, it'll always be mezanis. Okay, that's our second category. majority of cakes, though, are better. So we're going to talk about cakes. Because the uh, shot is by a cake, which is a better, do we say the same thing? And then they buy a cake, if the person has enough, now it looks like something which is a tzorah v'lechem, and therefore it could be in big enough quantities, but we would have to make a moist, we'll see this. Okay, that's the second category. Anyway, it's mezanis because it doesn't have the batter of a dough of a bread dough. And the third category of mazonis are those grains which are mazonis, even though they won't ground into flour. So if a person wants to eat barley, for example, in a barley soup, or things like that, they've been cooked, but the maestro, they, they're not ground into flour, and therefore, once again, we'll never make a mazonis. Okay, those are the categories of mazonis which are mazonis, and we spoke about the dinner of mazonis, the priority mazonis has, 
the fact that the Zenith is in battle, we spoke about these things before. What interests us now is to talk about the first category of the Zenith, and that is the Zenith which is similar to bread, in the sense that it could be Hamoitzi if one would have it either in the right amount or the right circumstances. What the Gemara calls Passover Bavakisna. Okay, so the first part of the Salah is very well known, and that is the three kinds of things, the three examples of what's called Passover Bavakisna. Really, it's not three, it's really the Gemara just is one thing. It's the Chalakis between Rashi and the Rechanan and other Rishonim and Rambam, exactly what the word Passover Bavakisna means. And because of that, is Machlekes in the Halacha. What are we talking about? When we talk about something which is similar to bread on the one side, but on the other side, is not, you, don't, you don't make a moiti on because it's Boba Kisnin. What is Boba Kisnin? So the first thing we'll talk about is Shavit Rashi. Rashi says Boba Kisnin, the word Kisnin comes from Kisin. Kisin means pocket, which means a pass which is filled. You've made it a pocket in the dough and you filled it with something else. And Rashi says, like apples or raisins, or cinnamon, or sugar, or chocolate, or even like chocolate, but like something like that. That anything which is sweet, and therefore it's filled. It's not just bread, it's bread which has been filled. So, therefore, that would be the dinner pasta of a kisnin. So, anything which even would have a bread though, but the mice is not just bread, it's there to, to act as a shell or as a base, but it's being filled with something like a danish, for example. Is a, not very different to a bread dough, but the mice has been filled with whatever filling it is. That would be according to Rashi, pasta boba kisnin. Uh, according to the Rach, the word kisnin is supposed to be koisis. So that it should be pasta boba kisnin. To be koisis means to crunch. That you can eat something which is soft and you can chew it, but if you have something hard and brittle, it, you, it more like it crunches in your mouth. And therefore, pasta boba kisnin means that there's something, bread, which has become very crunchy, right, like a cracker. Like a matzah. And therefore, there's the crackers, matzahs, pretzels, that kind of thing should also be mazanish. Because it doesn't have the soft syrup of bread, it has a thin, brittle consistency which, which, which you crack, basically crunch in your mouth and start rather than chew. And therefore, according to the Ravana Khalano, that's together of, that's together of uh, pass, which is not real pass, it's too brittle, it's too dry. The third Shita, as the Rishonim of Passover Kisnin means, is something what you call Nilesh. Nilesh is something which is mixed with something other than flour and water. Flour and water is a regular bread dough, but if a person would make a mixture out of other ingredients, for example, they mix flour and oil, or they mix flour and eggs, or they mix flour and milk, or they mix flour and wine, or something like that, so now the consistency might be a dough, but it's not turned into a bread dough because it's missing one of the primary ingredients, which is water. And therefore, the, let's talk about the most poshitin of Nilesh first, is something, for example, which is doesn't have water in it. If a person makes flour and eggs or something like that, flour and oil, and bake that, the consistency is not going to be that great. It's going to be very different. That's called Nilesh. Now, when it comes to the third categories, we have a lot of them, but let's first say the general din. In all these three cases, possible Bukhisim Naracha is, that since it's not what's normally eaten as bread, when a person wants to sit down and a meal to eat bread and satiate themselves with bread, he's not going to choose these things. These are eaten more as snacks or as desserts, and therefore in a case like that, the halacha is that a person doesn't have to make a moitzi or bench on it unless a person is choosing to eat it as a meal. It's not automatically a meal. A regular piece of bread is automatically a meal. That's, that's the food a person sits to eat at a proper meal. 
Mashiach and these things could be eaten as a, as a snack on the side. So therefore, unless a person chooses to make them into a meal, he doesn't have to make a mozi on them, he makes a zaylis. When a person chooses to make them into a meal, so now, he has to, now he has to wash and vanish because now he's decided to make a snack food into a meal food. Even if he eats less than eight of these? No, I'm talking about the issue of making it a meal. But if it's called making it a meal, then he has to wash and bench. Okay, so that's the din of the general din of Passover guest. Now, now, let's go back in each one and ask some questions. So let's first start with Shittas Rashi. We said Hisnin means something which is filled. So does it make a difference which way it's filled? In other words, what about something where the filling isn't in the middle, but you've covered it on the top? Does it have to be inside the filling, or even the fact that I baked it with a layer on top of it, or something else, will that also be considered filled? For example, let's say I make the base of a cake, and then I fill it as a cheesecake. Now, it's not covered at the top, but the dough is only at the bottom. But the mice, it's, it's, it's uh, so to speak, an, a base which has been filled, which has been covered with a filling. Will that also be considered kisnin according to Rashi? And the halakha is, that as long as it was baked together, it's considered passive kisnin. What's put on after it's baked isn't called passive kisnin. So, for example, if I bake my base and then afterwards I fill it with whatever it's going to be, if it's a bread dough base, then it's going to be hamotzi. I baked bread. I baked it in a round circle, thin container, wherever it might be, that's bread. And I added something as a topping, okay? So I have to make a mozi on it. If I baked it with its filling, that makes the passive kisnin, that makes mozaynis. And the posh dry of this is if I would take a regular piece of bread and I put it on chocolate or peanut butter or whatever I want to put on top of it, what do I say? It's passive kisnin. It's now been filled with chocolate peanut butter. And the answer is because it was bread. And afterwards, he put, took a piece of bread and he put something on top of it. It doesn't make a kisnin. Mashiach, if it was never bread, if it was a dough which was baked with the filling, then it's going to be, then it's going to be mozaynis. Now, what about the rational example of the filling is sugar or cinnamon or nuts or apples or things like that. Something sweet. Which means something which is sweet and therefore more likely be eaten as a dessert because it's not the kind of thing people normally eat as a main meal. What about if it hadn't been filled with something sweet? What about the case if it had been filled with something which is savory? Uh, for example, like the Shulchan Aruch says, it had been filled with meat or with fish or with cheese, something like that. Or today, we'll talk today, someone made a baraka or somebody has a, a savory cheese danish or a meat pie, things like that. Are they also called Passover Kisni? Now, today's examples aren't that good because we're going to see that today's pastry dough has more than one reason why it's not hamotzi. But imagine it wouldn't be a pastry dough, it would be a bread dough. It would be a bread dough and inside a person's stuffing it with a savory filling. What would the bracha be? Says the In a case like that, the bracha is going to be hamotzi. The bracha is going to be hamotzi because that's something which could be eaten as a meal. It's not something which is not a meal food, it is a meal food. And if that's the case, in the case where the, where the I've, I've filled it with something, but the filling itself is something which is a person who eats as a meal, so man of Kimina, if, let's say, I eat a hot dog or I use the dough to cover the to, to cover the pranks and bake it like that, it's one unit, it's a, it's a meal. And therefore, according to the Shachman brings it, that will be Chayab in Hamaiti. So therefore, in order to be Kisnin, it has to be have a, a second ingredient besides the dough, which is sweet. doesn't make a difference if it's on the top or it's in the middle. And therefore, if this was going to be the factor of determining the only factor, determining the bracha, pizza is going to be always a mozi. Because it's true that it's filled, it has the tomato and the cheese and the vegetables that we put on top, but all those things are savory. 
And if that's the case, as far as Rashi is concerned, Pitra should be a mighty. Pitra should be a mighty because it's something which a person could eat as a normal food. It's not sweet. Now let's talk about the second category. And that is something which is crunchy, something which doesn't have the tzura of bread because it's not soft. So the last category of kisnin, and that is anything like a cracker or a pretzel or a hard cupcake, a cookie or things like that, all these things are going to be mazonis because a person's co-system. And the big question over here is, so why aren't matzahs mazonis? Why aren't matzahs mazonis? And the answer is, you're right, matzahs should be mazonis. The Sfarim, Taka Paskin, throughout the year, except for Pesach, if a person eats a matzah, he'd say mazonis. He'd say mazonis. It's hard, it's crunchy, it's exactly like a cracker. So why is Ashkenazim, is there a more Paskin, that we don't say mazonis and matzahs? So the answer is because on Pesach we say Amoitzi and matzahs. Now everyone agrees to that. Uh, you have to say Amoitzi and Pesach and you only can eat matzahs. So everyone agrees to that. Except the question is, therefore we say, once we've, we've upgraded matzahs to the status of Amoitzi, so matzahs are Amoitzi. And... Sorry? Because you have to, the, the, the dinner of the Lechem Oini, this is the bread of Pesach. On, uh, on apple, no, this, when the Torah says lechem, it's calling it lechem. So we see that it's on Pesach. This is the lechem we went to eat on Pesach. So we can say I'm to lechem when on Pesach. So once you upgrade it to lechem, so according to the Ashkenazim, according to Rama, the whole year now we're going to call Sam Moitzi and Matzis. Does that mean not on Pesach? Sorry? Does that mean not on Pesach? Again, according to the Rama, once on Pesach we're going to always make a Moitzi. We've called this a Moitzi. It's an exception to the rule, and that's the day. According to the Shachan according to the Sfarim, no. On Pesach you make a motzi, there is still you don't. And therefore, for someone who follows the Shachan Aruch, uh, then during the year you make mazonis on matzis. It's only on Pesach that you can make a motzi matzis. According to Ashkenazim, you make a motzi matzis the whole year round. Why not crackers? Don't we make a Because we never make crackers. We never call them bread. But it's similar to matzah. If it looks like exactly like a matzah, maybe. The master wants to say this isn't a matzah, this is a snack food, it's a cracker. So there's flavored matzah crackers? So if they look like crackers, not like a matzah, or they're flavored, whatever they're going to be, then they'll be bizarre. But if it's a matzah which a person could make a broccoli on Pesach, that's a matzah which is now called the lechem, and therefore it'll be a matzah. Egg matzah? Okay, in our third category is something which we said is nilosh, something which is mixed with ingredients besides for water. Now, the question is if it's only mixed with another ingredient, there's no water in it at all, then it's clearly a moitzi, not a moitzi, because it doesn't have one of the factors necessary in order to make it bread. The question is, what happens if it's a mixture? It's a mixture of water and something else. So it's not just flour and eggs or flour and oil, it's flour and water and oil, or flour and water and eggs, or flour and water and sugar, or flour and water and fruit juice. Uh, what's the deal in a case like that? So now the question is, how much of the other liquid do we have to have in order for it to be considered not water? In other words, if a person picks his flour and water and throws in a teaspoon of sugar, everyone's going to agree it's a regular dough. It's a regular dough. So at what stage are we going to say this is different from regular dough? Because even though there's water here, the mice is a majority not water. That's our shayla. That's the shayla. So now there's a difference in the game between the shakhlarach and the in determining what's called delish. What's called mixed with liquids other than water? The shakhlarach says it depends on the right. If it's majority water, majority something else. The Ramah said, is not good enough. In order for it to be considered not water, 
it has to be that the time of the other liquid, which isn't the water, is nikar heitev. You can tell very clearly this isn't regular bread. Because the other liquid is making a big difference to the taste of the bread. Now, well first, let's talk about the easy cases. I don't get the more complicated ones. Therefore, a regular cake is not mazonis. You've added sugar, you've added cocoa powder, you've added whatever other ingredients you've added. It doesn't taste like bread. It doesn't taste like bread. It tastes significantly different. Uh, even a plain Danish, but it's been sweetened enough that it doesn't taste like bread. If that's the case, then no one's going to argue. In these cases, it's nicarhated. Then the other ingredients are very clearly tasted, and therefore, they're going to make mazonis. The question is that at what stage do we draw the line between, let's say, a sweet khala or a danish? Because you can get you can get a whole range of khalas of no sugar to a little bit of sugar to quite a lot of sugar. And you've got khatsi matok, matok, very matok, you know, half sweet, sweet, very sweet. It's still called khala. Even if it's designated for khala. Now the first thing is, so there's two different hagdaris in the first game of how we decide when something is considered too sweet to be bread. I was there just said but maybe it's still bread. So the one the one day in the first game is it's something which is so sweet that you wouldn't eat it with uh, with a, a savory food. You wouldn't put a piece of herring on it. Right? So if it's still bread and it's a little bit sweetened, okay, you'll still eat it with something savory, with with fish or with cheese or whatever it is. If something is like a piece of chocolate cake, and no one's eating that with herring, right? When it gets too sweet to be eaten used as bread which means to be eaten with the savory food, then it becomes in the ghetto of Azalez. That's the one day. The other day is people eat it as a savory food, as a, as a, as a dessert, as something which is eaten as a sweet, as something sweet, as opposed to something which is bread, which is the main part of a meal. Regardless of which position one wants to hold, we come to the big socket of what the bakeries like to call Azalez bread. And what's the shot of Azalez bread? So first, how do they make mazanis bread? Why are they called mazanis? So there's two well-known tricks that the bakers do to make mazanis bread. The one is that they rely on a halacha. And that is that if I take raisins and soak them in water for three days, then we consider it to be a kind of raisin wine. Right? We decide exactly what stage it has to reach. But let's say it's, it'll absorb enough flavor that halacha won't be called water anymore. Great. In a case like that, so now I've got... It's not called water, so now I can mix it with my flour. I call it mazonis. Even though lemaisa, the ra- if I add enough water, the taste of the raisins is kumat negligible. And when a person mixes it into bread, it's, it's even less negligible. It's kumat, it's not kumat can't taste it. But they say it wasn't called water, and therefore they want to say halakhically it's considered mazonis. That's the one side they want to rely on. The other thing they want to rely on is what they have today was called deflavored juice. Deep flavored juice, like apple juice and things like that, you can take up the flavor. And therefore, you have a liquid which isn't really water, it's coming from a squeezed apple. But once it's been deflavored, so it doesn't really add or change so much the flavor of what you're mixing it to. In cases like that, so now you have a substitute to water, a substitute to water, and they want to say, therefore, they make bread out of uh, that mixture, so that's no considered mazonis. Now, there are a lot of post skin, even though there are those. Poskim who might do that, Mazanis bread. There are a lot of Poskim who are against it. Because the whole point of Nidash is that the, the reason why it's not Hamoitzi is because it's too sweet to be eaten like normal bread. And if that's the case, if that is Mazanis bread, which tastes very similar to normal bread, or tastes the, the Mazanis, so to speak, the Mazanis 
bulk of it, a person wants to eat all the challah eating on Shabbos, there isn't much of a difference. They're very similar. So that a person can hold. That's not called Mazanah's bread anymore. This is bread. That's the first issue. But that's only the, the half the problem. There's a second issue here as well. And that is, like we said before, the whole reason, the whole basis of why Chazal were matter making Mazanah's on Passover Kisnin is because it's not something eaten as a meal. It's something which is eaten as a snack. And Berega, I'm now eating as a meal, so now I've gone back to where I started with. Maybe this is how I'm eating. Okay, as a meal. And therefore, if a person's eating a piece of Mazonis bread, let's say, like a person would eat a Ragula, or a person would eat a Danish, so I can say it's a snack. And if it's like a Mazonis, you can get away with the Mazonis. But if, you, if you're going to eat this as lunch, I'm taking a Mazonis roll and I'm putting it with cold cuts, whatever it is, and that's lunch, so now I've made it into a meal. And if that's the case, if it's now made it into a meal, then it doesn't make a difference if it's Mazonis bread or not. Because once I've made it into a meal, now I have to make it, wash and bench it. And therefore, the question is, and this is obviously big enough for me now, what's called making something into a meal? Let's say it's a meal, but I'm also you're up. Oh, that's exactly the question I'm asking. Very good. What's called making something into a meal? For some, one person, he's late for first aid, he just finished chakras, so a cup of coffee and a Danish is a meal. That's breakfast. We're not going to So what we're going to say is, maybe maybe for him that's breakfast, but that's not a proper meal. On the other hand, does a meal mean like a sit-down chasana, five-course meal? It doesn't have to be. So what's the gather of what's called a meal? So there are three different gedarim in the Mepharshim. The gather of the Mishnah Burah is, the, uh, where it says, we have a shir in the Magmara Erebin, of what people just normally eat at a meal, the size of three to four eggs of bread, which is normally we say, um, depending obviously on the size of the piece of, of the piece of zones we're talking about, but it's normally five to six pieces of bread would be considered a shear of a meal. So if a person's eating that amount of mazonis bread, so he's gonna have to wash even if it's mazonis, because that's a shear of sphere. That's the first shear. Three or four eggs, which like I said, it depends on the size of the bread. So if you're, uh, one and a half piece of, uh, eggs to a piece of bread, maybe it's a small loaf, it's a bit more than that. But if a person eating a significant amount, then he'll be high to wash and bench based on that shear. The second shear is a shear of Mr. Feinstein, and he holds the amount that a person will eat in a meal if they were hungry to pull themselves. So, how much a person will eat to be full? So, it's not necessarily like we're giving it a definite share for everybody. But, sorry? The two days in the post game. The person is not all of either of them. And that is, if a person is eating enough to fill himself, that's called Iskadei Sphere. And therefore, it's not a shot of counting the amount of Kabetzin involved, it's a shot of the amount of the person. For you, it's just a lunch, and you're now full for the rest of the day, whatever it is, then it's a good day. So you can only make a breakfast on Muslim, but not fully carry a breakfast on Muslim. On the And I'm waiting after the day, always after the day, on the you have to be full. Now, therefore, for the person who's in a rush in the morning and he only ate a Danish because either that's all he had or it's all he had time for, so that's not going to be how much, even though that he's calling that his breakfast, because it's not enough to fill somebody. Mashiachan, if a person's sitting down, let's say, to uh, his he, he bought a cake for lunch, a crackers cake, and he wants to, he's eating half the cake. Right, so that's the case, he now comes out full. If that's the case, you have to wash into bench on that. Okay, so that's our second shetter. The third shetter, and this is a more complicated shetter, is that it's, it's not a shayla of what a person would eat for a meal, it's a shayla of the person right now, how, full, you know, how much he needs to, be, to, to eat now. So it's not what he would normally eat, right now, is he holding? And therefore, it could be sometimes less than that. Because if he's not so hungry now, and a light meal would be enough to fill him up again, so 
So maybe it's Bechayev in Amoetzi as well. Even if it's less than four Even if it's less than four Amoetzi. We don't know if that's the more Bechayev, Machmashit, we don't have to pass like that. But regardless, whatever it is. Is there a that holds eight Kazesim? Those are the Shittas we have. Now, having therefore explained that off, let's give three or four practical examples. Number one. What's the din of pizza? It's obviously the first question always everyone wants to ask. What's in a pizza? So it depends. If the pizza dough is normal bread and water dough, and it's filled with cheese, then it's always going to be hamoitzi. Bread and water dough is hamoitzi. The fact that it's filled with something savory doesn't take it out of being hamoitzi. It'll always be hamoitzi. But what most places do when they make pizza is they don't make it with a bread and water dough. They make it with a bread and milk dough or something like that. And therefore, they're relying on the fact that it's nidash which means it's been mixed with something other than water. And now, if that's the case, let's say it's called Pasavov Akesnin, because its primary ingredient is bread and milk. In a case like that, now it'll depend how much a person's eating. If a person's eating wine piece as a snack, you can make a Zainus. If a person's eating pizza for supper, that's his meal. Then if that's the case, he's going to have to have bench, wash and bench. It doesn't help you. Because once this is becoming a meal as opposed to a snack, so then he's going to wash and bench. How much pizza does a person have to have to be called a meal and not a snack? Well, can I said before. If you're going by the shim of the beitzim, so then, uh, then you have to know how much you ate. And remember, I can't give you how many slices it is because they're all different sizes of pizzas. And also another point to remember is it's not just the diameter of the pizza. You know, if it's family size or larger, extra, extra large, whatever it is, it's also the thickness of the pizza. When we work with the shirim, we work with the shir of volume. And therefore, a thicker base pizza is going to get, get I mean, a much smaller amount that a person needs to get out of it. If you go with the shir of what a person eats to be full, so it depends on the person. If he needs three pieces, four pieces, whatever it's going to be that a person eats, and now he's satisfied, so it'll be a serious to wash into the bench. Our second exact case, and this is a more complicated one, what's the den of pastry? Pastry dough. Whether it's for barakas or for marawak in this country or for things like that, because it's a dough which is made of basically flour and oil, or flour and margarine. It's not so much water. So now what's the den of such a dough? So like we said, something which is primary ingredient is not water, it's for sure mazainas. Even if it's filled with something savory, like a potato bereka, or like a uh, savory cheese danish, whatever it's going to be, these things are amidlanus because the dough is not a hamotzi dough. It's a dough which is primarily oil or margarine, and if that's the case, a person doesn't have to doesn't have to make a motzi on it, unless, again, a person's eating a clay sphere. If a person's eating a nafa, this is a full meal, right? It's taking two or three big barakas, or of those franks in the franks, and that's his lunch, now he's full, so we're going to have to wash on it. Is to wash that. Same thing uh, when, they, when they make pies with, with meat filling or whatever it's going to be, and it's a pastry on the outside, or cheese, some of the in this country with pastry on the outside. If a person is eating enough to be full, the halacha is he's going to have to wash it the bench. This is a mazonis which, if it gets to the shear, then it falls a person, this becomes a meal. If it's eating as a meal, there's to wash the bench in it. Right, that's the second case. The last case I want to talk about is uh, what is we're speaking about cake. So we said cake is mazonis for two reasons. Either it's mazonis because the because it's it's too sweet and it's not it's mixed and therefore it's not normally eaten as bread, or it's because the, the cake which started off as a batter was a liquid, and therefore uh, it didn't have the consistency of a dough. Now if it's something which let's say re- retains that fluffy consistency, so then it might be still mazonis. But once it becomes a cake, now it gets a then of regular mazonis. If that's the case, if a person is going to eat, it if a person eats enough of it to satisfy himself, so then he's going to have to wash into the bench. Now, when we talk about satisfying oneself, this is the last that we'll talk about tonight, 
When you're talking about the amount to satisfy oneself, are we talking just about the mezoinous element or the whole amount? So, for example, let's say a person's eating a cheesecake. So, there's a certain amount of dough, there's a certain amount of cheese. Right? And the cheese is rich. And therefore, if a person's going to talk about how much he's going to have supper, just cheesecake tonight, how much is left to eat? Say four pieces, five pieces, whatever it is. But if it's just eating the dough, you eat much more than that. So when you, we're trying to calculate what's considered the shear of making a meal or something. We don't just look at the amount of the dough. We look at the whole thing he's eating. And therefore, if this is the amount that you eat of this food to be satisfied, including everything there. Right? That, that's already considered a share of a mercy or a person would have to wash the bench because this is called the meal. But if a person is eating a small amount of this meal, so then yes, then he says One last point to know is a person can change his mind midway, which means even if I started off, even if I started off as thinking of having a snack, but you know it was so good, I decided to finish that off, the whole cake. Now, now I've decided to eat the rest. That is a share I have to wash, have to stop, wash the bench afterwards. I make a motion. If I still want to eat the shit of a motion to make a motion. Otherwise, at least the bench. Have you already made mezayim? Mezayim, he knows. This is a meeting. Then I can make a motion. I'm going to do that.